Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again. We're going to continue our series this morning, uh, From Unbelief to Belief. If you have a Bible and it's handy, open it to Matthew 7. We're going to uh, look at uh, verse 21 uh, through 23. So Matthew 7, 21 and following. We have begun to just look at some things that are, that are just difficult. They're difficult for us to understand. There, uh, there are times that Christian comes to these passages and, and, and they're problematic, they're troubling. Uh, certainly to the degree that unbelievers would be knowledgeable of the Bible, uh, they would come to this and hopefully would ask uh, uh, legitimately uh, uh, important questions. And so um, here uh, in uh, the context of the Sermon on the Mount, really in, in the concluding uh, comments from the sermon, uh, Jesus uh, says some things to us uh, that were pointed in his day. They're still pointed uh, today, and, and they resonate with us uh, in light of uh, the, the current context uh, of, um, of the modern church. But remember, these words were spoken 2,000 years ago. Uh, they were first and foremost applicable uh, to, the, to those that Jesus preached to, uh, during the days of his incarnation. So in Matthew's Gospel, uh, we find, beginning in chapter 7, verse 21, Jesus' own words, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, cast out demons in your name, and do mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of, of lawlessness. Troubling, troubling words. Uh, much like some of the other passages we looked at recently, uh, uh, this is things that should give us pause and, and cause us to do what Paul admonishes us to do in 2 Corinthians 13.5, examine yourself daily to see if you're of the faith. It should cause us to, uh, to cry out loud, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Uh, it should cause us to cry out, Lord, be merciful to me, uh, the sinner. All of these things are applicable here. But Jesus warns us about shallow, ineffectual, non-saving faith, uh, warns us about what we might call nominalism, sometimes uh, might be called easy believism, might be called decisionism, uh, consistent with what James uh, wrote in chapter 2 of his epistle uh, that faith without works is dead. Now we want to be, be very clear that we do not earn our salvation by works and we do not keep our salvation by works. That we are saved by God's grace through faith in Christ and we could add the modifier alone to all of those things. Grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. And so how are we to understand these sharp uh, words that, that the only one that's going to be accepted by God is the one that does the will of, of his Father? And again, not earning salvation, but yet the reality is the person who has been born again, the person who savingly believes, is the person who by virtue of a changed life, the witness of the Holy Spirit, uh, the fruit of the Spirit, the, the, uh, the washing of the water in the Word, all of these powerful things that God does in our life, we seek to obey 
our master, okay? Uh, they are those that involve themselves in spiritual and religious activities. Here mentioned casting out demons and other uh, kind of dramatic things, uh, but yet it's not the, uh, the sporty, the show-off type things, uh, but the reality of a heartfelt love and obedience uh, for our Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. And so here uh, Jesus warns about a type of superficial faith. Uh, sometimes people will call it intellectual assent. That is, I agree that what the Bible says about Jesus is true, even that it's relevant to me. Uh, but there's still a great difference uh, between knowing Jesus, the crucified and resurrected Savior, as our Lord and Savior, and knowing about Him. And so uh, here Jesus makes uh, a dramatic, appointed, sobering uh, reminder uh, that it is those, uh, who, those who enter the kingdom of God will be those whose life has been dramatically changed by the grace of God through the faith uh, that they have demonstrated and they've exercised in the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. They have a faith that actually does work because they are a new creature in Christ Jesus. The old things have passed away and all things have become new. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.